overwhelm, procrastination, depression. These are great words to start a podcast with, right? No, no, wait, no, what a downer, no. Anyway, these are just a few of the feelings that come up when things are not working as expected in our businesses. But we still feel like we have to be joyous and we have to be the light of our audience's feed when the cameras are on, right? But wait a minute. Aren't we told also to be vulnerable online? Aren't we supposed to be showing everyone how overwhelmed and depressed we are and how much procrastination stops us from doing? Well, yes, but not quite. In this episode, I want to give you the antidote to being Debbie Downer in your business, or at least what has helped me get out of the hole when I find myself in one. And I'm also going to share with you the strategy to turn your overwhelm into a great experience for your audience so that no energy goes to waste. Hi, I'm your host, Tina Coveney. Every Monday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story and we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays, this one right here, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. And today, our focus is on three steps to turning your overwhelm into a positive experience for you and for your audience. Yes, it's possible. This episode was inspired by our last conversation with Kate Northrup, who is possibly the most positive person you'll ever meet, even though she has gone through her fair share of overwhelm in her seven-figure business. You can go back to listen to that episode after you're done with this one. And stay through to the end, because I'm going to introduce you to a member of our community who will give you her best business tip in our tip of the week. You never know where your next stroke of inspiration or your next coach is coming from. So stick around and say yes to this new introduction. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while basting that turkey, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And I'll be so grateful if you went over to the review section, and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Welcome to the Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. You might not realize it just by looking at me and my content and my bubbly personality and all the pink in my feed and my great husband and my great kids and my great business and my great life, but I suffer from depression. and. There are days where I just don't see the point of anything. There are days when I just look at everything I have built and I say, what is the freaking point? Maybe I should just stop trying so hard and just do something else that is easier, less overwhelming, and all of these thoughts that you have sometimes when you're depressed. Like, first of all, am I alone in this? Do you feel this way sometimes? Like, why am I even doing all of this? So I don't say this to drag you down. 
I say it because I want you to know that the feeling of having the weight of the world in your shoulders and not seeing things move as fast as you want them to, that's a universal feeling. I hate to break it to you right now, but every entrepreneur out there, doesn't matter what stage they're in, if they're just starting out, if they've hit seven figures this year, they feel this way with certain frequency. But those who have been around for a while, they just come up with coping mechanisms. And these are the strategies that help them get out of the funk faster so they can serve their audience anyway, even if they're feeling this stuff. And that's where I want you to get to. Because as you grow your coaching business, you need to figure out a way to deal with when the blues happen. Now, I'm not going to say that any of what I'm going to share with you in this episode works for everyone, but it has worked for me and it has worked for a lot of people. And it might just be a good place to start. So in this episode, I wanted to walk you through three steps to using all of that energy for the greater good and leave you feeling awesome about your business, reduce the frequency of depressive bursts, and just generally get you a better perspective. But like with anything, knowing these things doesn't do anything for you. Doing them is what actually makes an impact. Are you ready? Let's do this. So here's my first step. And I know you've heard this one ad nauseum. Gratitude. So I'm going to share with you. I had heard this so many times. Hey, all you have to do is just write a little gratitude list every night or every time you wake up and you'll be fine. And I'm like, blah, 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 whatever. I've heard that. I've heard that advice so many times. So this year, actually in the past couple of months, I started actually doing this. Now, I don't have enough discipline <laughs> to actually write a gratitude list every single day, but I did sit down and I wrote one gratitude list. And I believe it has about 20 things in it. Things that normally you take for granted, right? Like I am thankful that my kids are awesome and healthy and they're going to grow up to be great human beings, right? I am grateful that, you know, I live in the house of my dreams. I am grateful that the love of my life loves me back, right? I am grateful that I have food on the table every day. I'm grateful that I'm able, that I can move, that I can use my hands, that I can use my feet, that I can use my voice, that I can use my ears, I can use my eyes. Now, your list is going to look different, but there's always something you can be grateful for. And I'm going to tell you what really turned it around for me. It wasn't just the fact that, oh yeah, I can eat and I can sleep and I can work and I can feel these things and I can do this podcast. It's not just about that is that these things started to give me some perspective. Because when I say that I'm so grateful that I have a roof over my head and that I have food on the table, these things are not a given. There are a lot of people who don't have that. And the alternative could be so much worse, right? So when you're grateful for what you have, it's not just about feeling good about the things in front of you. It's by realizing and appreciating that things are not their opposite. is giving yourself perspective. I'm grateful I was able to quit my job, right? And that's great that I feel grateful about it. So the way that I think about it today is not just being thankful and saying it out loud. I'm grateful that I don't have to go to a nine to five every day, but telling myself, wow, I don't have to go to a nine to five every day. 
this is probably the best case scenario. So you can think that, that particular thought, that perspective thought about anything that is good in your life. Think about what the alternative is and truly feel grateful that it is not that alternative, that it is what it is now. So after I wrote that 20 item list of things that I'm grateful for, I can now every morning wake up and as soon as I open my eyes, I don't go and grab the list. I don't read it out loud. I don't write it down. I don't write down a new list. I just remind myself of that feeling of gratitude, of the feeling that I'm not in an alternate universe where the opposite is true, of feeling grateful that I'm in this one, that I open my eyes and give myself that perspective, that Ina, you're actually in the right place, you're doing the right things, and nothing could be better right now. When you put it that way, your life starts to look really good. Things start to really look up. So this is the first step that I'm leaving you with. Is It's not about writing a list every day. It's not about just saying out loud, I'm grateful for. It's about reminding yourself that what you have right now is as good as it gets for you right now. And be so happy that it is not the opposite of that. So wake up every day with a little dosage of perspective. If you do end up implementing this one, if you do end up writing yourself a gratitude list and reminding yourself of it every day with that angle of perspective, can you come over to Instagram and let me know that it helped you? My Instagram is your engagement coach. I'll be right there. You can send me a DM anytime. Let's go to the second step for your coping mechanism for this strategy. And it is to talk to someone who gets it. So there are a lot of people in our lives. I'm just going to tell you right now. They just don't understand what we do. They just don't get it. My mother keeps telling me every time I get depressed, it's like she doesn't understand depression. So she tells me every time, but why are you depressed? I'm like, ma, depression doesn't have an answer to why. There's no reason for it. It just happens. But it's really hard to explain that to someone who doesn't understand. Now, what I do is I have a group of entrepreneur friends and they are coaches and they're launching their businesses and they have big dreams and they're writing their first books or they've already published a book and they're working with big companies on their podcasts and they have a lot of ambition and a lot of drive. And we've created this little pod community where we talk to each other about these things. And the way that it looks like, by the way, it could be a WhatsApp group, it could be a Voxer group, it could be a Facebook Messenger group, but it's just a little place where we check in with each other. And I check in with this group every single day. There's only three of us in it. And we really get to listen to each other, give each other advice and commiserate with each other. So I go to that group every day and I tell them what is going on. Now, I'm not going to lie. Talking to people about when and why I feel depressed is painful every time because when I'm depressed, I feel like a burden to everyone. And talking about it is transferring that burden to somebody else. And I don't want to share. Like, I don't feel like people need to hear every time that I feel down. But I'm going to tell you one thing that it has done. Number one, it has shown me, it has proven to me that even when I'm down, my friends are going to be there for me. And that means a lot to me. And they tell me and they reassure me, Ina, don't worry. Tell us when this happens so that we can support you. And year after year, they're still there. 
they're not going anywhere. They're not shunning me. They're not blacklisting me. They are still listening to what I have to say, helping me through it because they're with me through the ups and downs. They can see the pattern and they can give me that perspective too. They can tell me, Ina, I know that it feels this way, but you felt this way three more times over the past year and you always push through. So now they have that historical record of when I felt depressed, why I was down, like why was it the thing that triggered it? And they get to remind me, Ina, remember last time this happened, you got out of your funk by doing this. Remember last time this happened, you got through it. So when somebody else is keeping that historical record, it helps me again, bring it back to perspective and to understand that I'm not being a burden and that my friends care about me. And that is really, really important to have that kind of support system is really important to have when you're not feeling good about yourself, when you're not feeling good about your business, get someone else to tell you how great you really have it. So my step number two is to talk to someone who gets it. Don't talk to someone who doesn't get it. Okay. So if your mom, your sister, your spouse, if they don't really understand what you're going through, they're not the people to talk to about this. Okay. Talk to someone who understands because that's what will make the biggest impact in your mood, okay? I know that you got this. You are not alone. And if you do feel like, you know what, Ina? I just don't have anybody in my life that gets it. I get it. I'm raising my hand. I get it. Send me a DM. Talk to me. Tell me, Ina, I don't have anybody else to talk to about this. This is what's happening. Tell me. I'm on Instagram at Your Engagement Coach. Like I said before, just send me a DM. There's always someone out there who's willing to lend just a kind ear so that you can get through this time, okay? Because my next step is actually going to make this a little bit more fun. And maybe even if it's not fun, it will be definitely useful to others. So listen up. Here is step three. Step three is when you get to turn what you're going through into a lesson for others. So this is basically how you turn your overwhelm, your procrastination, everything into content, like I am right now. You guys, I didn't have the easiest week, and I am so happy that this is Thanksgiving week so that I can talk to you about gratitude, so I can tell you that I've been through it and I want to help you get out of it yourself. This entire episode is a demonstration of step three, how to turn what you're going through into content for your audience. Because here's the deal. When we're depressed, we don't want to tell anybody because we feel like we're going to be a burden. We feel like nobody wants to hear this, right? So what you're going to do is not go on your feed and not go on your stories and just tell everybody, you know, air out your dirty laundry and everything that you're going through and how sad you are. You don't do that. That doesn't serve them. That doesn't serve anybody. It's basically inviting others to come and feel pity, essentially. And that's not what you want. It's not what you need. It's not what they need from you. So we're not going to do it from the standpoint of, oh, poor me here, what I'm going through right now. We're not going to do that online. Okay. We have businesses. We have an audience to serve. Okay. We do that, the oh, poor me, in step two. When we talk to our confidants, when we talk to our people and tell them, oh my God, this is how I'm feeling. It's okay. Step three, when you talk to your audience, that is not the tone. What you're going to do, even if you're going through it at the moment, you can go online and you can say, you guys, it has not been an easy week. I have been feeling pretty overwhelmed. Have you ever felt this way too? 
you can use a sticker on Instagram asking people with a question sticker. You can ask them, what is your best advice for me and everyone else who's watching right now on how to get out of the funk? Invite them into the conversation and show them that they're not alone, that this happens to you as well. And use that as a way to educate them and prepare them for what is coming in their lives, right? And then after you involve them, after you add some engagement into it and say, okay, give everyone advice about this, and you go and share their advice on your stories, you can come back and tell them, all right, guys, thank you so much for that. Now, let's see how we can all get out of this funk by doing this. And maybe start even a one-day challenge and say, today, all we're going to do is feel gratitude. So here's a question sticker, Put everything you feel grateful for right now, and I'm going to share it in my stories, right? So there's a way for you to engage with your audience. Let them know that, you know what? You don't have good days every day, but there's a way for us to get through it together. You can also turn it into an educational moment. If there is a technique that helps you get out of the funk, share it with them. Tell them, all right, guys, I haven't had a great week. These are the things that I'm doing to get myself out of the funk. Has any of these things ever worked for you? Come on, let's work as a community here and help each other out. So there are so many ways for you to turn this energy into something that is fruitful, into something that is meaningful to everybody who's listening to you, especially if what you're going through is related to what you teach. So if you are someone who teaches other parents how to deal with situations, tell them when bad situations arise. Tell them, I was just at the Lego store and my son got down on the ground tantruming because I wouldn't buy him a Lego. I wanted to let you guys that this happens and this is what I did. Just because you're the coach doesn't mean that you have everything perfect, that you've done everything perfectly, that you figured everything out perfectly, but it puts you in the leadership position to show them how they can do better themselves, okay? So if you're a health coach, right? And you had a bad week. You had your cheat day extended to three days. Tell them, don't hide it. Don't keep pretending that everything is perfect because you're creating an unrealistic scenario for your audience. Tell them, you guys, my cheat day just extended to three days. I feel terrible, but guess what? I'm not going to put myself down. Next week is another week and we're going to do better. Did you cheat too much this week? Let me know. Let's get out of this funk together. Let's maybe do a challenge on Monday. Everybody only eats vegetables, right? Make it fun, but involve them into your journey and with your content. Let them know you're not alone. You don't have to be perfect. We can all pull through together. So what did you think? These are the three things that you should be doing when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel depressed, when you feel like things are not working. This is the most productive way that you can work on this. So let's go back and recap them. Tip number one, know what your gratitude list is. As soon as you open your eyes, remind yourself of the alternative. Remind yourself of perspective that you actually have it really good right now. Get yourself to feel that gratitude and those feelings of, you know what? Things are actually pretty good. Wake up every day with that feeling. Tip number two. Talk to people who get it. Don't talk to people who don't get it. These people 
the ones that get it are the ones that are going to keep that historical record for you and keep reminding you, we are here for you no matter what. And you've been able to pull yourself out of this multiple times before you can do this. And tip number three, you can turn everything you're going through into positive educational content that inspires everyone in your audience. Just like I really hope that this episode did for you. How did that feel? Are you ready to take all your feelings and turn them into something positive? Subscribe for the next interview episode with the powerhouse Aaron Walker, life and business coach and founder of View from the Top and Iron Shapes Iron, multiple business seven-figure entrepreneur who found coaching right at the time he was planning his successful retirement. Subscribe now so you don't miss his story coming up on Monday. And finally, here is our tip of the week. Today's tip of the week is brought to you by Nora Noel Brown. And this tip is for all my introvert coaches out there. Listen up. Are you an introverted coach? Then why are you setting your coaching business up to fail? Hi, my name is Nora Noel Brown and I help new introverted coaches to create a unique program and to get consistent clients, all in a way that is aligned with our beautiful introverted energy. And that is also my tip for you today. You need to stay true to your energy. So we introverts, we lose energy by engaging with others. We lose energy by engaging with the outside noise and we recharge by having alone time. So knowing that it is important to structure our business model that is aligned with this. And here are three quick tips for you to get you started in this direction. Now, my first tip is make sure to plan at least one hour of non-working alone time after every coaching call. A coaching call is intense, but it is even more draining for us introverts. So make sure that you don't plan call after call after call. Make sure that you plan at least one hour time to recharge. That was my first tip. My second tip is you use strategies that don't exhaust you. So if you are trying to find new people on Instagram or Facebook and starting chats in the DMs, that is extremely draining. We do not like to chit chat the entire day with strangers having small talk. So there's so many more strategies that you can use to actually start conversations and build relationships and find new coaching clients besides this extremely extroverted strategy. Think outside of the box and make a list of strategies that do work for you and start trying them out. My third tip for you is to work with clients that are aligned with your energy. And with that, I mean, if you are an introvert, especially if you are new to the industry, if you are a new coach, you want to work with clients that are also introverts. That clicks. If you are an introvert and you're trying to work with extroverted clients, you will see that you're even more exhausted after every coaching call. An extrovert demands different time and a different energy from you than introverts. So especially in the beginning, if you haven't found a way yet to navigate through those energies, be sure to stick to your own energy. So introverts work with introverts. Now, if you like these three tips, be sure to follow me on Instagram and you can find me at, at Nora Noel Brown, where I share a tip every single day. That's it for now. Make sure that you soak in all the golden nuggets that Ina has to share in store for you today. And I see you on Instagram. Bye-bye.
Nora Noel Brown helps introverted coaches become the most fearless and profitable versions of themselves so that they can ignite their coaching business and get consistent clients. You can follow her on Instagram at Nora Noel Brown. Find the link in the show notes for the right spelling. And if you would like to be featured on the next episode, you can submit your tip of the week at theglobalphenomenon.com slash tip. Thank you for being here and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.